Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at Luke chapter number 7, verse number 24. It says this, And when the messengers of John were departed, he began to speak unto the people concerning John. What went ye out into the wilderness for to see? A reed shaken in the wind. But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment. Behold, they which are gorgeously apparelled and live delicately in the king's courts. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and much more than a prophet, this is he of whom it is written. Now we're going to get to the rest of the passage, and we will deal with this passage primarily in application this time we are together. And the next time we're going to deal with the larger passage, looking at uh, some following verses, really seeing the context of what Jesus is trying to teach. We see that the last time we were together, John experienced a season of doubt. We were reminded that, that sometimes doubt can overcome us when we are facing great difficulties in life, emotional stresses, physical distresses. But when the messengers that came to ask Jesus and were sent back by Jesus after they had left, this is where we find ourselves. And Jesus asked the question, when you went out into the wilderness to see John, what did you go out there to see? A reed shaken in the wind? But what went out there, what, what did you go out there to see? A man in soft raiment? Did you go out there to see someone in gorgeous apparel? living delicately? Jesus is asking these questions, and what he's really pointing at is that, did you go out there to see this compromiser? Uh, The reed shaken in the wind is the idea of this plant that as the, the wind is blowing, it just bends whichever way the wind blows. And we certainly see that today in our day, and people blowing whatever way the wind of society blows. He says, did you go out there to see a a man in soft raiment or a celebrity, someone who is bringing popularity and and using their celebrity status to to get a message or living with all of the the delicate things in this world? Verse number 26, but what went ye out for to see? A prophet. And this is... Jesus confirming the ministry of John the Baptist. Yes, he experienced a season of doubt, but undoubtedly Jesus here is clearing the air saying, you went out there to see John, and John preached boldly. John stayed uh, on task. He didn't uh, move his message based on what society was saying. He was preaching the word. My friend, are you happy when you hear the word preached? Uh, Sometimes there's things that we have to say that are according to the word of God or thus saith the Lord that we can't be the reed shaken in the wind. 
And we can't be out there looking for status as preachers, but we must stay the test of time. And my friend, if you're at a church that is just uh, preaching just motivational messages, they're not preaching the word of God, well, well, we might as well go somewhere else. What does he say in verse number six? He says, he's a prophet. Yea, I say unto you, and much more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee, meaning that he would go out and he would prepare the way for Jesus, and he had to shoot straight. He had to stay firm. He had to stick with the stuff. He had to be biblically accurate. Jesus is sitting here saying, John the Baptist, he's the one that was prophesied about. In Malachi chapter number three, you know, he's the one that would come in the spirit of Elijah. He'd be the one that would come that was prophesied about. And he says, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And all the people that heard him and publicans justified God being baptized with the baptism of John. One of the things that we see here by way of application really is this idea that John wasn't a compromiser. He was sticking with the stuff. He was preaching the word. But this is what he says. He says something that almost seems contradictory. He's saying how great John is and how he is just a great prophet. But this is what he says. But he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. What did you just say, Jesus? Someone who's in the kingdom of God is is better than John? He's a great prophet. He's the one that's stuck with the stuff. He's the one that is being true to the word of God. Have you ever had a preacher that you wished would just shoot straight? You wish they would just quit beating around the bush and just tell it like it is? That was John. But he was he was labeled as this as a great prophet. And then Jesus says, if you're least in the kingdom, you're greater than John. This is what Jesus is saying, my friend. He's saying, John's a great prophet, but there is nothing greater than being a child of the king. There's nothing greater than being saved. That is, that is why Jesus came. He, he came to save sinners. Not only that, but could I say it this way? He came to restore fellowship with mankind. Let's go all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Jesus, Jesus was foretold of after there was broken fellowship. Remember what happened in the garden? Adam and Eve were walking with God daily. They ate of the fruit and Adam willfully, volitionally sinned. He made that choice and he ran and hid. And he broke fellowship with God, tried to cover up his own sin by making clothing of fig leaves. And yet God made him coats of skins, laying down the the foundation of the blood sacrifice there. In Genesis chapter 3, there was a foretelling, the, the seed pointing to Jesus Christ. And eventually this seed would be the one 
that restores fellowship back with God. You see the law that was to come later on? All of the law was pointing us to Jesus Christ, meaning that that fellowship that that Adam and Eve had with God was what Jesus wants to restore. And so what is Jesus saying here in Luke? He's saying to be a child of the king, to have the fellowship restored with God the Father is greater than being a prophet. And so my friends, as we are going about today, there there is nothing greater than having your fellowship restored with God. Oh, I'm, I'm glad, I'm grateful that John was a faithful preacher and we need more faithful preachers. We need good pastors. We need good evangelists. We need good missionaries that are sticking by the stuff. They're, they're, they're preaching good Bible doctrine. They're preaching good messages that, that teach the word, that, that equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. But nothing beats being a child of the king. Nothing beats being saved. And so I would say this as we go our separate ways today, one of the things that I would ask you is, are you sure you're a child of the king? Today is the day of salvation. Judgment is coming, and we must be prepared for when we enter into eternity. May you have a wonderful day. I will say that next time we're going to deal with the passage at large, and what implications does this have in this conversation with Jesus going forward? And he's going to make a very bold statement and try to bring uh, these folks that are listening to a point of understanding. May you have a wonderful day. God bless. We look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.